I just say go. You probably don't have to overthink it too much. Sure, have a plan, but you know, whether it's just going to the supermarket or having a coffee with your friend, a lot of the time we actually don't need a huge long break. We don't need to be out for 12 hours to get that little bit of adult free time. Welcome to Breastfeeding with ABA, a podcast brought to you by volunteers from the Australian Breastfeeding Association. Breastfeeding with ABA is a podcast about breastfeeding made by parents for parents. In this episode, we're going to talk about whether you need to give your baby a bottle to have a break. This podcast records in different parts of Australia. We acknowledge the traditional custodians of the lands we're recording on and the lands you're listening on. We pay our respects to elders past, present and emerging and to any Indigenous people listening. We also acknowledge the long history of oral storytelling on this country and of women supporting each other to learn to feed their babies. My name's Jessica and I'm a breastfeeding counsellor with the Australian Breastfeeding Association. Today we're recording on the lands of the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation. And my name's Simone and I'm a breastfeeding counsellor with the Australian Breastfeeding Association and an international board certified lactation consultant working on the maternity ward in a hospital setting and in private practice in women's homes. Right, so we're going to be talking about whether mums need to give their baby a bottle to have a break. Do you think this is something that a lot of women worry about? Yeah, I get questions about this a lot. Um, Women wanting to know about expressing, how they can provide express milk to their babies. But sometimes when I actually delve into it and start talking to them a little bit more, I start to realise they're not really interested in giving them a bottle per se. They're interested in just having a bit of a break and being able to sort of you know, do some other things away from their babies, which, you know, doesn't make you a bad mum if you want to be away from your baby for a little while because it's very all-consuming and they can get a bit touched out and want to just spend a little bit of time off on their own for a little while. So why would a mum want to have a break? Breastfeeding means you've got a baby physically on you a lot of the day um, and that sometimes it's just nice to think about your life before the baby or just go and have, you know, have a coffee with your friend. Sometimes it's even as simple as just wanting to have a bath on your own and not have to worry about the baby crying or needing a feed or even just something like going out to dinner or meeting up with some family or some friends. So how did you manage to kind of pop out if you just needed to go and do something quickly when you had a small baby? What, what was your experience? I've got three children. I do think with my third, I was a little bit more casual about it. And when I think back to the way I was, I sort of wish I did that more with my first when just decided, you know, if I need to go to the supermarket, which sounds pretty boring and mundane, but I used to love going to the supermarket all by myself and just reading the labels and taking lots of time and no one interfering and, you know. It feels so luxurious, doesn't it? it? (laughs) So, you know, I'd say to my partner, oh, you know, uh, I'm just going to go to the supermarket. I'd And I would just make sure I timed it well. So if the baby, especially when my baby was quite young, I'd say, I've just fed him. Uh, He's just gone down. But if he, obviously I'm not going to be here for maybe an hour and a half. So I'd just go off and do my little supermarket thing and come back. And sometimes the baby had woken up, other times he hadn't. And, you know, I knew he was safe and loved and with my husband and it was okay if he did wake up. So I didn't leave him any milk or anything like that. I'd just, and when he got home, if he was awake, then I'd fed him. And I just knew that that was something that I was happy to do and that it was, wasn't was a big risk that he was going to go hungry. What about heading out at night? When do you think a, a parent who's feeding their baby can realistically expect to be able to do that? I think that It's not when they're a brand new baby. I do think that's something that happens a little bit later. I usually find around the three-month period when they're 
circadian rhythms are developing. So that means the baby starts to know the difference between day and night. And you will notice that they have a longer sleep in that sort of evening, maybe past eight or nine o'clock part of the the, the evening. Uh, They often do cluster feed as well before that, and then they'll go into a really nice long sleep. And so that's your window of opportunity to maybe go out in the evening and I do remember with my, same with my, I think it was my third baby as well, we used to have a mums at the pub night. And so we'd go out um, and I'd just say to them, look, I'll go as soon as I fed the baby. Um, and so I'd feed the baby and who knows, it might be seven o'clock, it might be eight o'clock, it might be 8.30, but it was usually around that time. And I'd just deal with whatever I had to do at the time. So if they'd already had dinner, I'd probably just have have a drink or whatever um but yeah that's how I used to do it um and yeah, or just pop in for dessert yeah that's right and I think also if you were going out in the evening and you wanted to line up with some friends you're the one with the baby so I always think they can come to near your area everyone's got a mobile phone now so if you really needed to be called away you know that you could get that call and probably be home in five or ten minutes if you get to choose where you have the dinner <laughs> so I think that helps if if your friends are understanding or the people you're meeting are understanding that okay she's got the little baby why don't we and she wants to have a little bit of a break let's go somewhere near her yeah and as babies get older as well it is easier if you do want to have an alcoholic drink to kind of time that around your feeds as well the same as sort of leading them for a little bit longer once they're over a few months old you can have a glass of wine and then yeah, know that it might right. be a little while before you have to feed them again. Yeah, so that's all about timing as well. And if they are that little bit older and we know that they might not, you know, we might be five or six hours before we have to feed again, that you've got plenty of time to metabolise a glass of wine or, or a beer or whatever you wanted to have. There's also the app on the ABA website that you can look up and actually work out when the safest time to feed after you've had an alcoholic drink. Yeah, and there's a brochure as well that's got a lot of really detailed information. I did want to talk about, I guess, the reasons why you might want to avoid using a bottle because some women, it's just through choice, they decide they don't want to use a bottle because maybe they're worried about babies developing a bottle preference. You might get some babies and it's quite common for breast babies to refuse to take a bottle, especially older ones. So anything after I find about 10 weeks onwards, you find babies that might have taken a bottle previously not wanting to take one anymore and they just sort of you put it in their mouth and they just play with it and bite it and don't really drink from it and so those parents usually call me particularly worried that they're suddenly their baby who was always taking a bottle before won't take one anymore which you know I reassure them that it is really common and that there are some alternate ways to feed the baby express milk if you do need to give them some so some of those ways could be something like an open cup if the baby's about five months onwards, I find that they will take a straw cup uh, and I find that breastfed babies do quite like straw cups because they control the flow a little bit like a breastfed baby does with the breast. They stop and they start when they want to, whereas a bottle flows without them giving it permission to and then they sort of go, oh, I don't want this and they might start to freak out and not really like the flow of a bottle. So that sort of thing happens as well. Yeah, neither of my children ever really took to taking a bottle, but they would often take express breast milk either through an open cup or just a little sippy cup. And my oldest, who was particularly fussy, would 
sometimes have a little kind of a breast milk slushy, so it'd be <laughs> frozen and she'd just sort of spoon it into her mouth even when she was quite young and before she'd started solids. That yeah. was one of the ways that would get her through if I wanted to go out somewhere for a little bit longer. Yeah, and look, the other option, I guess, once their babies are over six months and have started solids is, you know, give them a banana while you're waiting for mum to come home. So, or, you know, whatever you, they eat. So sometimes a baby who's, even though they're breastfeeding are on solids, you've got a little bit of a backup there as well if you haven't left a bottle or if you don't want to give a bottle uh, while you're gone. So that's sometimes a bit of a opportunity. And you can mix breast milk into solids as well. So if you did want to use some of your milk and they're not taking a bottle, that could be a, an option as well. So what advice would you give to anyone listening who is thinking about, you know, they want to have a break, they want to get out there? What what would you say to them? I just say go. You probably don't have to overthink it too much. Sure, have a plan, but, you know, whether it's just going to the supermarket or having a coffee with your friend, a lot of the time we actually don't need a huge long break. We don't need to be out for 12 hours to get that little bit of adult free time you can just do that in an hour or two and quite often that is the window between a feed so you can get that time and you can just go and your baby's not going to starve if you've got someone that's with them that loves them and cares for them even if they did sort of go oh hang on where's mum waiting for you to come doing things like walking around showing them outside lots of little distraction techniques especially with a slightly older baby usually pretty fine younger ones you might just need to do a bit of cuddling while they wait for mum to come home. But again, mobile phones, you can contact someone and and say, you know, actually they're probably pretty hungry now, let's just come home. And that's fine. Even if your free time got cut short, at least you got to have something and it's usually pretty fun just to be out in the wide world without your baby there just for a few little moments. Yeah, that's right. And even if you start small and start with a half hour coffee with a friend at a cafe around the corner from your house, don't start with, you know, four hours away from your baby. Yeah, maybe. That's um, right. Might take a little bit longer for them to get to you. Starting slow is a really good way Mm. to think about it and just go, yep, it's okay. We'll start with this. And yes, that was fine. And then make it a little bit longer each time that you take time for yourself. Yeah, yeah. And I do think sometimes women also have a bit of trouble with expressing. They feel a bit worried because, oh, gee, I only got 20 mils and my baby needs 100. So then they're like, oh, my God, I I can't do this. Whereas if we just space the feeds and do all the sort of things we're talking about, you don't actually even have to worry about it too much. Thanks heaps, Simone, for chatting with me today. You can check out the show notes for a link to Simone's blog and some other information as well. If you're in a position to support the work ABA does financially, you can become a member by visiting breastfeeding.asn.au and that'll link you in with your local group as well. If you want to speak to a breastfeeding counsellor, call the National Breastfeeding Helpline on 1800 686 268. So that's open 24 hours a day, every day of the year. Our live chat service is another option, so you can check the website to see when that's open. Thanks heaps for listening. We'd love it if you can rate, review and subscribe to the Breastfeeding with ABA podcast wherever you're listening.